Peace and blessings, everybody. You're listening to The Good Brother Experience, where it is I, the good brother, the original black man. I am Reek. What you doing? How you doing? How you been? Drink water. Don't be dehydrated. Rate, review, subscribe. Need you. If you click the fourth star, third, second, or first, I would have to believe you have hatred in your bloodstream. Your parents raised you better than that. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I just had to finish off a chip. Finally, if you do nothing else, write to me at goodbrotherexperienceayahoo.com. Sometimes you want to give me a long extended email about a point of view. Maybe you just have a question for me. In either case, you write it. I read it. I respond to it, I upload it, you listen to it. Get it? Got it? Good. Alright, life has been trash lately because, you know, niggas keep killing us and it's all good. But, you know, I have this voice note here as my first email. If this is your first time listening to me, anytime you see a point three after uh, the number, just know this is the email portion. So this is just that the email portion so since this is the email portion this is the first email let me press play um just a quick one man uh first of all peace peace and blessings good brother reek um just a quick one man uh first of all love your show love everything you stand for as a good brother and you got niggas like myself on the other end of the world trying to achieve that level of goodness real quick look i just got off my phone with this with this girl man and i just want to know if i'm tripping so you know with all the corona stuff and everything that's been going on i took it upon myself to have her in my bubble between my my siblings my little brother and sister and her anyway last week you know for the first time we've been together for about eight months i went and spent the whole week over at hers I did everything. I cooked. I went to the supermarket to get groceries. I cleaned, even though she she claims and she does do this stuff all the time. But I cleaned. I, you know, did all these things to the best of my ability, seven days straight. And on the last day, I even had some roses, rose petals all over the bed. I made her a little, little thing, little casa la quarantina, little massage, little foot rub in the foot spa etc etc uh and the day after that i was like you know what i've been here for seven days it's been great everything's been cool you've been smiling you've been having fun let me just go to the crib and just unwind and just do me but that didn't work out because she only gave me half a day to enjoy that said uh private time or personal time and she was back at my place on the sunday so on on my on on the following day so i've only uh, in that eight day span i only had maybe six hours to myself uh when i woke up this morning to drop her off to her apartment it was you're being rude you're being mean you don't fuck with me etc etc this is the woman that i've tried to get her to get into exercise because i exercise i take care of my body this is the woman i've tried to uh influence to eat better because i eat good (laughs) Etc. Etc. I'm sure you understand where I'm going with this. I'm trying to keep this short. I sure do. So for the, and I've been asking. So I just got off the phone, 
and it's funny how I went straight to the good brother because that's what you mean. I got off the phone with her and she's telling me that I've been rude, I've been mean, I don't fuck with her. And I'm sitting here absolutely flabbergasted because I just left her. And I'm like, can you please tell me when I was rude to you after going out of my way to be accommodating and peaceful? Because we did have a, a few months where we fought a lot. So this is just me trying to be positive, exercise, healthy, etc., etc. But she is not having any bar of it. She would work out with me for 10 minutes and she would go get McDonald's and, and then make me feel bad. And do like a reverse guilt trip thing where she says I make her feel bad by not wanting to eat a fucking 30 pack of nuggets. I don't know. Good brother, <laughs> let me know what is going on because, you know, you're the man for this. And, you know, yeah, I'm going to leave it at that. Thank you so much. Sent from my trap phone. Okay. Uh, although that was essentially his fucking voice for three minutes, he wants to be referred to as Paxson. Thank you for all you do. Attaches a voice note with scenario and question for the show. All right. And he titled that voice note. All of a sudden, cheating seems dope now. With a inquisitive emoji. When the fucking hand is on your chin. Well, good brother Paxton. I have a fucking answer for you. But before I get to that answer, let's do an overview. It's been quarantine. Quarantine happened March 13th. If you have no fucking discipline like me, it happened March 15th or 16th. We're in June now. So it's March, April, May, almost the fourth month of this fucking quarantine, right? Some states are opening up, so on and so forth. You kept it very small. Your family members, your brothers, your girl. Eight months. So essentially... The majority of this quarantine has been your relationship because this relationship is relatively fresh. And you need to be appreciative of that because you may have saved yourself years and years and years of knowledge that you will not have acquired. I'm pretty sure she has a life. You have a life. And due to the fact that niggas couldn't really do much, there's nowhere to go. You can't link your homies. You can't go to the club real quick. You can't go to the bar. She can't go shopping. She can't go to the club. She doesn't want to go to the gym, even when that shit was open. All you guys had quality time with one another. You spent a week straight at her crib. You were going back and forth. She would be at your crib. You'd be at her crib, whatever have you. You need to be appreciative of that because from the sound of things, you do not need to be with this woman. Now, I'm not anybody to denounce love. So even if you don't agree with me, just hear me out. If you didn't see this from this point of view, as someone who's incredibly third party that's never met either of you, this is what it sounds like. It sounds like she's a manipulator and it appears as though that she uses emotional warfare to manipulate you. If you're like myself and if you listen to my show, you're not someone that likes to control women uh, you don't hit women, you don't physically or verbally abuse women. Because that shit is just not cool. That shit is not player. That is not the good brother way. That shit is not stamped and approved by yours truly. So in your head, you're like, you know what? I go over there, you come over here, I bring you into my bubble. You don't want to work out, which I know what that means. That means she's getting fat and she's putting on relationship weight and you're trying to, you're trying to put a head on it. Or I should say, you're trying to get ahead of it before it gets out of hand. 
and she eats McDonald's nuggets, my nigga? Off that alone, you need to break up with her, right? But that's just my personal view. But anyway, what she's doing is using manipulative tactics to get you to fall in line. Relationships are all about the upper hand. Let's just, let's just call a spade a spade. So if she can get you to fall in line, and if she can put you on under some type of hypnot, hip, like hypnotism, so you can think that things you don't want to do are just things that you're going to do second nature, right? So doing something as doing everything that involves her, spending time, being at a crib seven days straight, cooking for her, rose petals, drinks, cuddling, getting to know what she's about, cleaning the crib, washing the dishes, all that kind of shit. As soon as you want some alone time, six hours later, she's under your back. And then when you want some time to yourself, time something that doesn't benefit her, you're insensitive. You're a jerk. You're hurting her feelings. She's eating McDonald's nuggets. All of these shits is not the vibe, brethren. Not at all. Good brother Paxton, I'm here to tell you this. It appears as though, in that very limited voice note, because I can only go by what you've told me, I listen to the whole thing, I let my listeners listen to the whole thing, and I'm going to reiterate this, because I know I've said this as I've been speaking about a few times now. You're being manipulated to fall in line. It appears as though she doesn't want a boyfriend. She wants someone to adhere to her needs. You being a person has nothing to do with her. When you want to do something for yourself, when you're not doing something that effectively and directly affects her, whether that be your time, your conversation, your culinary skills, your attention, anything, you are being selfish. Doing things for yourself means you're being selfish, which means she doesn't really like you. She likes the idea of you. She likes what you can provide because I'm pretty sure that she can find another Paxton, Paxton too, that will be up under her because let's not fucking forget. I know quarantine's been out for a little while now, but the horny never dies. She can find another person that's very happy that she's having sex with him because it sounds Paxton from the way you're speaking. I believe that you pull attractive women. So you have this woman that's attractive, that's used to niggas doing things for her, by her, under her thumb. And once you try to implement some some type of individualism, she strikes. You don't get enough time to be by yourself. The moment you leave me, I'm coming back because you're my boyfriend. You're not someone who I'm with. We're not a couple. You're my boyfriend. That's what you're being viewed as, her boyfriend, not an individual with your own likes. You want to decompress. You want to get your mind right. No, 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 no. You're my boyfriend. You decompress with me. You speak to me. You cook for me. You clean for me. You watch me eat nasty ass nuggets. I'm not working out because that's something for you. I'm not doing something for you because you're my boyfriend. Once again. That's what it sounds like. And anybody that will guilt trip you for not eating some fucking nuggets, you don't need to be with them. Thank you so much for that fucking voice note. Hopefully, uh, hopefully I'm wrong. Because if you're with someone, I don't know if you're a serial monogamous or not. But usually when you get a girlfriend, this is a woman that you're pretty much ready to like 
spend your life with. Maybe you haven't taken that step to like get married and shit, but you're willing to cut all your holes off for this particular woman. So the fact that you want to entertain cheating because she's on your back, I think you know the answer to that. Okay, next fucking email. Fuck working for the man. Subreek is Q, a.k.a. Quentin L123. I've been a supporter since the short-lived clubhouse days, and I've enjoyed your comedy and outlook on life. I currently work a regular-ass job and have been wondering how you got your start as an independent contractor and what was your defining moment besides getting fired that made you realize that working for the man was the move for you. Peace and blessings. Eat some dressing. Okay, you don't want to pass it. You want to eat the dressing. Because maybe where you're from, dressing is stuffing. But dressing in New York is what you put on top of salad. So maybe that's a regional thing. It's all good. Anywho, the defining moment uh, for me. But before that, you know, you asked the question beforehand. Um, how I got my start was I sat in my room and... I really wanted to map out my life because when you're going through the motions, it kind of comes like secondary that it's your life that you're living. You're the person that has to wake up. You're the person that has to shower, brush teeth, whatever have you. And I was asking myself, how do I want to live my life? I don't care about other people's approval for my life because I'm living my life. Does that make sense? It's about what you want to do because everything or anything that anybody tells you will be second nature because they're not living your life. They're a part of your life. They're living life with you, but they're not living because you can only live life by yourself. And it's your decisions that dictate your life. So I say that because I said to myself, if I was to get a job right now, Starting salary would be between forty to fifty thousand. Let's just call a spade a spade. Everybody's not rich, right? Forty to fifty thousand dollars. If you're living by yourself, no kids, that's enough to have a car payment, an apartment, maybe pop a bottle one once or twice, get some sneakers, maybe once every other month. You can get some groceries. You can live like a sustainable life. Sustainable life. You know what I'm saying? Gotta get an apartment with a certain amount of rent. And I was thinking to myself, forty to fifty thousand dollars isn't a lot of money. So, as opposed to me looking for a job that can pay me forty to fifty thousand, why don't I restructure my thinking to making forty to fifty thousand? How can I generate forty to fifty thousand dollars a year? It's a little different thinking, isn't it? That doesn't require getting a raise. That doesn't require PTO. Time and a half. How can I make $50,000 a year without having to clock in? You start Googling around. Do you even Google? Careers. Skills that translate to $50,000. You start picking up this. You start picking up that. You find a side hustle. I don't know if you like cooking. I don't know if you like baking. 
I don't know if you're into clothing brands. I don't know if you're into parties. I don't know if you're into branding. I don't know if you're, uh, if you have a particular set of skills, but people will pay for shit if you set a price. So my defining moment was when I started making more money than I ever made without having to clock in ever. I, I wake up when I want to watch the Sopranos, watch YouTube interviews, listen to music. Get my culinary on, make a drink, go outside, do my one-two, make my money, be in my group chats, uh, maneuvering ways to make more money, ideas of what can be profitable, and you keep going from there. Because that same eight hours that you can be at work, you can devote those eight hours to reading some literature about how you can make money, how you can invest, different saving tactics that you can implement. To where you're just not spending $100 on food for no fucking reason. Maybe a lot of the money that you could have, you don't have because you're just tricking it away. Going on dates that you're not supposed to go on. Wasting time with women that you shouldn't even be around because what are they adding to your life? Spending money on tellies. What is it all for? You can generate $50,000 without working a job. The person that's on this microphone talking to you right now is doing it. And it's going to be more than 50000 I'm going to make 150000 one day. I'm going to make $250,000 one day. I'm going to make money without having to spiral down into a deep depression, right? What made me realize that working for the man wasn't the move for me was when... um. Was when I was feeling trapped, and I started picking up habits that I didn't once have. I um I started taking longer drives on the way home from work. I started um doing breathing exercises when I woke up. I was drinking Red Bull and Monsters all of the time just to maintain the energy. I would often um have semi-panic attacks in the job because I felt like I was being kidnapped, although I can just get up and leave. My anxiety is through the roof, just constantly feeling like if I don't do enough, I can be fired. Things will be taken away from me. How will I pay for my car? How will I pay my rent? How am I going to fucking stun on niggas with some new kicks? The bitches, when they're asking me, what do you do for a living? And I just tell them, yo, I'm just unemployed. I'm not doing shit. That shit is not dope, son. When I became a fucking raging alcoholic, drinking on the way to work, drinking on lunch break, drinking after work, the thought of work. When I would get off of work and drive and I would count down the amount of hours I would have to sleep before I got up and did the same fucking thing. I'm not down to live life like that. And nobody can make me do anything. Nah, I'm not going out like that. Verona slowed some shit down, but trust and believe I'm not clocking in. Clocking in ain't for me. I don't have a fucking girl. I don't have kids. The only people I have to fucking look out for is myself. So while that is still the case, I'm making decisions that's best for me. And being depressed, going to sleep every lunch break just so you can get the day out the way, falling asleep at my desk and I'm not even tired. I just don't want to generate my attention to the task at hand. Drinking while I'm at work, going into the bathroom, taking swigs just to maintain the momentum of just being drunk. I ain't going out like that.
And if it's the same for you, you shouldn't go out like that. All right, next question. Dash double, right? Keep up the good work. I enjoy and look forward to the weekly treats. What's the status on the mixtape? I want a signed copy that comes from Squishy. Dash double is definitely in effect. I'm definitely going to make a mixtape, and I don't give a fuck what nobody says. I mean, it's in development. I mean, looking at some beats, YouTube, just getting my flow together, getting my voice together. Because, you know what's crazy about rapping? Actually being able to rap well is like the lower percentile of what matters. Can you pick a flow? Can people bear to listen to your voice over a beat? What is the hook? How long is the song? What is the beat selection? Atmospherics, the way it's fucking edited and mastered. Being able to say cool shit that rhymes is like not even necessary to be popping. Look at who's popping outside of like Drake, Kendrick, Cole, and Wale and shit like that. Who's really saying thought-provoking things? Nobody's saying shit that's thought-provoking. Choosing a beat. They're locking into a melody. They got their voice shit together to where their voice sounds dope on tracks. And the millionaires. So I'm just finding my medium. You know what I'm saying? I'm just finding my rhythm, finding my flow, finding what speaks to me. Um, Miles Davis, The Birth of Cool, uh, is on Netflix. And when he first got started, he didn't have his own style. So he started to emulate people around him. People who he looked up to. And finally, after playing and playing and playing and playing the trumpet, playing and playing and playing and more playing, plays piano as well, he found his style. He found his sound. He found his flow. He found his source. And that's what I'm doing right now. So, yeah, that's doubles coming through. You know what I'm saying? Even things like ad-libs, shit that I'm developing. You know what I'm saying? It's hard for me to lock into a studio so I can perfect said craft, but trust and believe, son. Dash double is coming. And let me see here. Okay. You know what? This will be the last one. Is this real life? Call me Cam. I will do so. What's good, Reek? I'm glad you're feeling better, man. I thought the spinneroni got you out the pain for a minute. There were no new episodes and you weren't tweeting. What's your interactions with your aunt typically? If it's too personal, I understand and apologize. No, this is important. I got you. I asked because I moved in with my family in Memphis, Tennessee around the beginning of the year after being on my own in another city for some time. I'm in my mid-twenties and due to the spinneroni, I'm guessing you're talking about the fucking pandemic, which is mad funny that you're calling it the spinneroni. I'm unemployed now, so I'm playing the crib pretty often and manage the money I have left. Thing is, though, my folks are always getting on me about playing the crib. They'll be outside or doing something. I'm in my room majority of the day. I'm either playing video games or cooking something up on my laptop to increase my coin. They feel like I'm always asleep all day. Being in the crib isn't stressful because normally only this stuff on weekends, but my folks being on me, uh, that just ain't what it is, my nigga. Everything was shut down outside, but they're easing up the restrictions here, so folks thinking life is back to normal. For some context, I have a risk I have a pre existing condition that puts me uh in the at risk category if I were to catch the Rona. That makes me cautious with uh, selective with job seeking and a different means of entertainment. Even with that, my folks are still trying to get me outside or give me enough random things to do. I don't understand it. I'm straight where I am. The idea of quarantine kitten don't got me excited. And <laughs> I'm staring at a square. I'm, uh, I'm, st- I'm starting a square one even if I'm from here. Why are they so heavy on me? Best, a nigga that enjoys playing the crib. 
Well, I'll tell you what's going on. Before I answer your question directly, I'll tell you what's going on. You just moved back, and they're used to certain things. The room you're probably occupying probably was utilized as a storage room. They're probably used to being able to walk through the house, doing sneaky shit without having a third party there, because you are a third party since now you're back. Just getting used to you being in the house, just fucking up the aura of the crib, right? Me and my aunt have an incredible relationship because I always make sure I speak with her. And prior to this quarantine, I was never in the house, like ever. I would always be out about doing fucking good brother stuff. And now I'm in the back of the house and I stay out the way. But it appears as though that you're staying to yourself, but you're not staying out the way. So I don't know what you're into. You say you have a pre-existing condition that goes into where you can work, what you can do, whatever have you. But you really have to lock in and think of ways to not be in the fucking house. Even if you're in the yard. I don't know if you drive, get a bike, start running, start working out, start reading, go to like a a nearby creek, develop a hobby. You know what I'm saying? If you're on your laptop and you're cooking up some beats, I don't know if you have any homies, but you know what I'm saying? See if you can link at a friend's crib, somebody that you trust. You just gotta rewire everything you got going on because them niggas is like, yo, bro, you can be here, but you can't like be here though. Like you can sleep here because we love you and you're our family, but that's just what it is. And, and it sucks that it's like that because you would think with them knowing your condition, they would just leave you the fuck alone and you don't bother nobody. But that's the thing. When you're occupying space that they didn't anticipate you occupying, you are in the way. So you just got to navigate ways to not be in the way. Now, it's easier said than done, so I'm going to try to... Let's, let's let's brainstorm this, me and you, right now. You say you're cooking up beats. Where are you cooking them up at? Can you take your laptop and your and your beat uh, machinery, whatever have you, whatever you make beats on, can you do that somewhere that's not in your room, where you still have peace and quiet? Do you have a place you go to decompress? Do you smoke? Do you need an outlet, like electricity, in order to do what you got to do? Can you pay for a third-party thing that you can plug, that you can charge when you're in the crib when you sleep, that can give you like nine hours of like battery life, so you can plug in your laptop, plug in your beat machines, and make beats in the car? Make beats, I mean, by the way, Memphis, Tennessee, I've never been there. You said shit are open, shit is open. Can you go get some takeout? And then when you're getting takeout, instead of going directly home, you chill in the car and you read a book. You're running. You clean. You make some shit. You want to learn about cars. You want to know how to fucking make a bench from scratch. You want to know how to make a, a table from scratch. Um, what, is your, what is your knowledge in regards to finances? You say you're making beats to generate some income. What are other ways to generate income? YouTube ways to generate income while being in the house. So if they see you working, you can be like, yo, I'm working right now. Look up, you know what? I don't know if you've done this. Look up remote jobs. Jobs that you can do from home, no matter what. Apply to those jobs. Constantly be on the phone better yourself pick up an instrument youtube how to play the piano 
Do things that you're always active and busy so niggas can leave you alone. So when they come to bother you, you can have the attitude. Like, yo, I'm doing something. Yo, I'm doing something. It's not the fact that you're there. It's the fact that you're giving off their parents that you're not doing shit. And the point of this quarantine is you're not supposed to be doing shit. Because you can particularly die. But they don't seem to care. So you got to find ways to be by yourself and isolated and seem busy at the same time. I gave you a whole bunch of options. Hopefully that was helpful to you. Best of luck. Keep me in the loop. Update me via email. I'll read it to the listeners what you fucking uh, concluded. And yeah, man, communication. I don't know if you've communicated with the people in your crib like, yo, listen, man. Y'all know I can die, right? You know, like, I don't know. Maybe I'm like in the way and stuff, but I just want everybody to look me in the face and tell me, is me doing random ass shit in the world worth a funeral? Because if I catch the Rona, I'm going to die. That's just what it is. Are you willing for me to die? Then like, you're being dramatic. Like, no, I'm not. It's a respiratory disease. I have, pre- I have pre-existing shit with my body. If I catch this shit, I am not coming home because I'm going to be dead. Do you guys want me dead? Because if you guys want me dead, maybe I don't need to live here. Maybe I need to be homeless. Like, you got to take it to extremes on niggas. I will effectively die doing all this random shit you guys are talking about. Do you guys understand? Do you want me? Are we even a fucking family? Like, if you're doing me a favor by me living here, that's one thing. But are you willing for me to die because you need the room for something? Like, I'm, what am I doing? I'm in the crib. I'm fucking making beats. I'm watching TV. I'm playing video games. I'm not making no noise. I'm staying in my portion of the house. Why are you constantly trying to kill me? No, no, no. Don't change the subject. No, don't say I'm bugging. I'm asking you a very direct question. I appreciate you doing me a favor, but I would like for you to tell me why you are effectively trying to kill me right now do you find me annoying do i not pick up after myself can i do more chores around the crib maybe i'm just always in the refrigerator i'm eating food that you thought you was going to come home to but you're not because i'm eating it am i a nuisance here what can i do to increase my visibility in the house because i'm constantly feeling like you guys are trying to kill me and this shit is not cool do you guys want me to be busy or do you guys want me dead like we need to really have some uncomfortable conversations because you just having me just try to go outside because shit is open, like Corona is still not out there. I might not make it home. Or if I'm home and I catch some shit and I start and I can't smell anything and I lose my sense of taste and I get uh, diarrhea or some shit like that, four days, I'm dead. I don't want to die. And unless you want to kill me, we need to have that fucking talk. Shut them down. Find some hobbies and see if them niggas is trying to kill you and be like frank about it. Don't like quiver, don't shake, don't like feel uncomfortable because this is your life, my nigga. We only get one of these shits. So you need to see what the fuck is going on. Peace and blessings. Pass the dressing. And I'll speak to you on 40.1.